Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copyright Podcast. What is happening everyone, welcome back to the Copyright Podcast. It's Mick and Christian once again to talk about the absolutely class Liverpool performance last night, Liverpool 2, Everton 0, that feels good to say. Um, Christian, how are you feeling? Very good. Great Tuesday to wake up to, you know, good feeling, you know, just jumped out of bed with a lot of energy and yeah, great day. <laughs> yeah, and our first our first league win of the year. Uh, seems mad to say, but it was because we won against Leicester. Um, but it's been a, if, a long time coming, a lot of bad performances, but it all it's all worthwhile when the Reds go and beat Everton in that way. I think because like we mentioned on the preview, like... They just beat Arsenal. We've been shit. So it was kind of like they felt they came into the ground feeling very confident that they were going to get a, cause a an upset in inverted commas. Uh, but I I think that's the best and the sweetest time to beat someone as well, especially when it's your your local rivalry. Because <clears throat> I think we had a few times over the years where we've been like level playing fields, like 10, fifteen years ago maybe, where there was times where it was a similar position in the, in the league and stuff, but. I think like when you when you come against up against them and you beat them in that way like we did last night it was just fucking it was class wasn't it? Yeah, and that's the thing as well. They probably felt they had a um, a chance to go to Anfield and cause an upset, like you said. But uh, you know, um, I hear I could hear Anfield through the TV brilliantly last night. You know, the roar and everything, and all the flags and scarves and all the colours. So you know, as soon as the games, well, you know, before the just before the game, and as soon as the game started, you could tell that actually, uh, like we mentioned on the previous show as well the the fans turned up and actually gave the players a boost because you 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 cannot be affected by the noise and that feeling and that's well, that would be the same for Everton players I guess you know they they come there and hopefully think they can do something or grab a point or even win it but you know when the noise is that loud and the supports are backing their team it's difficult so you know uh, well done to everyone who was there and well done to the team that was brilliant they they did it together and that's what we've been waiting for for a long time yeah, and as you can tell by my voice, that's I didn't stop. All, <laughs> I didn't stop all night because it was just, it was just so much fun. Uh, but before we even get into the game, I just want to talk about Pachetic, like generally, because I can't believe, I couldn't believe at times last night what I was watching, and I just kept saying to the lad next to me, like, it's mad that this eighteen-year-old kid just came into the team and has been absolutely amazing. Mo Salah says after the game that he's been our best player since he came into the team. 
and he was just doing things like that he made to look very easy but they weren't there's like turning people flicking it past people f- 40 yard sprayers b- bringing it round people actually like going up against their midfield and their, mid- their midfield's pretty good to be fair and he was he was amazing wasn't he he was so calm on the ball and, you know, uh, he knew his environment all the time. You know, you just look over his shoulder and knew where the players were. So he knew what time he had or he knew where, you know, what space he had to play balls in or to actually move the ball forward. So he looked like he'd been playing in that position for years and years and years. Very uh, calm, looked very, you know, experienced, even if he's not. And uh, did some nice little Thiago turns as well to just, you know, get the opposition to go the wrong way and create space for himself and more time on the ball so he played very good in midfield and I think you know in the whole game he was uh, you know high levels Uh, he was brilliant and he's only 18 years of age and showing that kind of maturity to play in that midfield in a game like this it's a derby you know it's not just something that you walk into and think that uh, this is going to be easy because like we said in the previous well it's going to be probably more uh, more of a physical game and uh, more pressure because it's your local rival uh, rivalry as well uh, rivals sorry um so you know looking uh, at the midfielder coming up through the ranks in uh, our youth system since he arrived at Liverpool and just taking these steps is brilliant to see. And you know, people were talking about you know you can you can you can talk about you know you got the Gerard vibes in one way. You know, if they not, might not be the same kind of player, but you you still get the vibes from this young player who just take his chances and show no mercy to the opposition. He goes into tackles like you mentioned also in the in the interview after the game. You know, he loves a tackle, <laughs> and he got he got everything like that in his locker when he you know when you you see him doing new things all the time he plays and for us now it's just to hope that you know he can keep that level and get the, his self-confidence going by playing and that he can actually just keep on developing because if he continues to become better and better and he's only like I said 18 years of age we, we don't know what kind of world-class play we can actually have on our hands so let's hope he can stay injury-free and just keep on playing without any rush, obviously, because we got the chance with people coming back that you know to rotate a little bit as well. But as soon as long as he plays like this, he should be in the starting eleven, no doubt, from my you know, from my point of view. Yeah, and once once Bellingham comes in, it would be a nice little uh, <laughs> double double B's in midfield. Bellingham nineteen and Bacicic eighteen, and Morton um, comes back from Blackburn. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can we can dream about having players yeah. like that, but yeah, fucking hell. And you and you called the midfield like Fabinho coming back in, Henderson came back in. Um, we might as well just talk about the the eleven that was picked because I think we. <clears throat> it was pretty easy to predict, I suppose, in terms of like everything else in terms of goalie defenders attackers but it was the midfield we were looking at where who's gonna who's gonna start and he, he yeah he brought brought fab back in into the into the six played bachetta john um as an eight on the left hand side but i think in play like it looked like obviously hendo was obviously done very well as well last night which is which was great to see he was doing the usual uh, filling in for trent basically being a basically being a right back letting trent bomb on Fabinho and Pachetic then became like a, a two in the middle, it seemed like, when we were defending, which was nice, like, because they can bounce off each other and close those spaces. And like yeah. Klopp's been saying for, for weeks and weeks, like, we need to be tighter and making those spaces smaller. And I thought that was something that we did very well from the from the start last night, didn't we? 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that we could see straight away that we were on to them uh, from the start and uh, uh, we didn't give them much time on the ball. Uh, there were some moments where you felt like we still needed to find our game, but I think we did quite quick. Maybe the first five, ten minutes was um, a little bit more open, but I think, uh, you know, after 50 minutes, we can. F- I had the feeling when I watched it on TV that Liverpool started to take a grip of the game, you know, and, and making sure that Everton didn't have as much. Uh, and like you mentioned as well, uh, Henderson did a great job the whole game, you know, running, pushing, you know, covering space, uh, um, shouting at players, not in a bad way, more in a, you know, a, a way of. Uh, just making them know that you know we need to, we need to fight and to keep on uh, working together, uh, and I think that was a brilliant performance from the captain. And I hope that he can be back in that kind of level now because we 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 will need him and we will need Fabinho as well. And I thought with Fabinho, like Klopp mentioned, that he's been really good in training. And I could you know we could tell that probably that is the truth, obviously because of the performance as well. There were some moments where he felt a little bit behind as well there was some tack away you know gave away a free kick that looked a little bit stupid but uh, overall I think he did a did a great job in so that midfield was really good and to be honest um looking at that performance and going for uh, performance and going forward now I, I wouldn't mind to keep on seeing that midfield I don't I don't say it just because of the last night's performance it's just actually I I like the kind of physicality that we had in the midfield and the strength of running and you know putting pressure on because even if Keita has been good and, you know, Thiago's obviously out now, but I just thought we had more power in that midfield uh, from last night. Uh, and with Bajsetic actually playing a little bit of a playmaker role as well, you know, just spreading ball, you know, to the left, to the right, and just taking it easy. And, you know, like I mentioned, being calm on the ball and being able to pick up a pass to someone. So, uh, yeah, I was really pleased with the midfield. Uh, and I think the club called it right. So, yeah, well, well done to all of them. Yeah, I think Bacetic played the um, like the Thiago role as as it is uh, left left side of midfield to to a T and beyond. Like he, he fucking hell, he's I can't wait to see how good he's going to be. And you could see his face after with his interview where it's like a little mixture of Scouse and Spanish together. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yeah, it's uh, it's it's mad to be fair, like being in the uh, first team after playing under 18s last year. And it's like it must be it must be crazy for him, like the the, the journey he's been on and. Like we've yeah. mentioned before, coming into a side that isn't playing well and still performing at a very high level, I think that shows you just how good he is. So imagine how good he's going to be when Liverpool are doing well because he's just his confidence and his skills. I don't think we've seen even half of it yet. I think it's going to be we can see loads more, which is exciting. Uh, but yeah, like we mentioned, first half was was good. We get the first goal, uh, thirty six minutes. I think a good time. To score because I think we mentioned on the on the preview like an early goal would be good, uh, but not conceding early I think was the was more of the key because I think that's what we kind of do a lot these days. We can we concede a lot of chances and we end up conceding one, but we got the that first was close. One. That was close though. <laughs> it was, but we did, we nearly did concede the first one, uh, and then we go down the other end in what seems like two seconds. Darwin Nunes and. Motala interchange passes and Nunes plays a fucking wonderful ball with his left foot into an area where I don't know know where Pickford's going to catch the bus or something or he's going to (laughs) get get himself a half-time pint. I don't know where the fuck he thinks he's going. But uh, Motala goes, nice one, mate. Nice open goal for me and puts us 1-0 up. Yeah, and like he said in the interview after as well, like he, he just saw that Pickford was going in the wrong way in the last split second and just... 
knew straight away then that he didn't have to like shoot. He just could like put a foot on the ball and actually pass it into goal, which I liked as well. So that shows that he, you know, even if it was just a you know a, a split second, he still you know had the composure to just you know change the way he maybe thought to do it from the first and just be calm uh, on the ball. And uh, yeah, went in and like you mentioned, yes, they had that chance. It went to the post. It could have been a different story from that from that part. But you know to pick up the ball and actually make it you know in a counter attack that quick with the Darwin Nunes and like Salah mentioned as well. He knows that Darwin is so quick and fast and uh, a great player as well. So he just knew that he had to run with him and be in the space and which he did. So it was a relief to see that goal go into you know see that we had so many plays actually in the counter-attack. I think he had like three options or something like that with Salah, Gakpo and someone else coming just in behind. So uh, great feeling when that goal went in. A, a big relief uh, and obviously a little bit scared afterwards as well because you don't want to drop it now and actually lose and actually make concede a goal to make a 1-1 to give them some energy. So I felt like you mentioned a goal in a good um period in the first half and then I just felt like just hold on now well score again if you like but don't concede until the you know first half is over so yeah, yeah. but that was a brilliant goal and I loved what Musala said as well you know about uh, David Nunes that you know this player will score loads to go for Liverpool he just needs to uh, continue working and uh, and it will come when we've already seen it but you know they, they see him in training every day and I, I bet he scores loads in training he's just yeah. starting games now obviously now we play on the left as well with Gap in central position so you know we just have to be patient and just let him play his game and the, the goals will come I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not any concerned about that No I think he I think he does show his best form at home because there's not as much pressure on him I think I think he he thrives off the atmosphere. I think you saw it all night. Like he absolutely fucking loves yeah. it. He loves getting stuck in and <laughs> causing havoc. And we'll talk about the Robertson incident and after we've talked about, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think in terms, just as all round game as well. Like uh, being on the left, making Coleman shit his pants all the time. Like running at him, uh, even just cutting back and playing passes into the middle. Like sometimes we we. My question is technical ability to be able to pass into certain areas and it not go to the destination, but he was making sure his passes were on point and it was little things like that where that all boosts the confidence. And I think as a left winger, I think we'd all I think I think we'd probably prefer him to be a, a striker, but I think Gakpo, um which brings me on to the second goal, um, gets his gets his goal. I think overall he played very well. But just on Mo Salah before before we do, um so that was Salah's 18th of the season and his first since Aston Villa on Boxing Day. So it's been a long time coming for, for Mo, but nice to see him, like you said, back in the goals. That will hopefully give him a boost as well. And I think the whole team got a boost of seeing Mo Salah score because we know we all know he's our main goal scorer. So if he gets some yeah. goals and gets some confidence, then we might start winning some more games. But the second goal, um, yeah, Gakpo gets, gets it, um, which was class. Like I just... I think about just caught it because I was messing about downstairs getting a pint and then it just came up and yeah it was great great bit of play and um and Gakpo gets his, his first goal against Everton like um his fellow countryman Van Dyke did many feels like many years ago uh done the celebration as well that all I don't know I don't even know what if it's got a name where he does that the little wiggly fingers under the chin thing um, <laughs> But yeah, it was it was nice to see, and I think at, he was playing well anyway. But I think after the goal as well, you really saw him come into his own, where he was dropping into pockets, turning people, pace, re- real pace, getting past like Adrisagana again, the Decore, like just blowing past them and linking up play, and yeah. 
yeah, I thought he was absolutely tremendous. Yeah, and I thought it was good the whole game as well. We could see more of his um, uh, attributes that he can, you know, uh, bring into Liverpool's game. Uh, he could hold on to the ball. He turned plays as well. But like you said, he got the chance to score. He's onside. Uh, you know, it's a fine margin, but he's he's onside, no doubt. And, you know, he goes into the box in position and gets the ball and scores. And it's nice to see him. Like he, he mentioned that he wanted to score his first goal against Everton now because of uh, Virgil van Dijk doing it, uh, like you said, uh, many seasons ago now. Um, but it's just nice to, you know, see him score the goal and get some more self-confidence and even, you know, get the confidence to do more things with the ball as well after that. So, um, you know, and playing really good in that central role as well, uh, coming de- sometimes down deep to meet the ball, you know, going into spaces, running forward. And, he, you know, some people haven't said on Twitter as well, you know, we lack uh, speed or you know the the pace, but you know you can tell when the self when the self confidence just kicks in, and you more of a you're feeling more maybe a little bit more freedom to just go for things and try things because you 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 have that self confidence just you know f- floating in your veins if you like, and that's the thing he took he he went past some players in the Everton midfield without any problems, just you know just using his body like making them go the wrong way. I really like that. So, you know, that's also player is really young, you know, new at the club, uh, learning his trade with us. And now he's got his first goal and he showed that what he can bring to us. So just, you know, give him more time and let him just continue to build on that. That's nothing else than what we can do. But, you know, he we, we can we can see that he got the skill. So, yeah, I'm really, really pleased for him. Yeah, because I think, I think we've, we can all agree, like he wouldn't have played anywhere near as much if he if we had Jotter and, and Diaz first. He would have been coming off the bench, getting used to... Obviously, playing as the nine because that looks like where Klopp wants to play him going forward, and we we've, we're seeing signs now that he's starting to adapt and the stuff on a training field starting to click into gear. Um, I mean, I think Everton made it easier because they were just very, very shit. Uh, I think Newcastle yeah. coming up, which we'll talk about within a bit, is going to be the real test of like where where we are. I don't know if it's like yeah. a, because it's only one game. Like it's great to win, but we need to, like Klopp said in the in the post match, we need to follow it up with a. With with another win against Newcastle, ideally, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree on that. But and the the, the good thing for us, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, on Saturday, is it like Saturday evening? Um, uh, we'll see. Obviously, how it will go. But I think you know it's a good time for us to hopefully hit some form after this performance and have the self have some self confidence back and know that we can perform at this level, especially when Newcastle have dropped some form. You know, that's the thing. Like they're not in the same. Um, uh, what do you call it, like a little bubble like they were before where they actually went on to win many games. They had a little bit of struggle now lately. So, you know, that could be, you know, the great moment for us to actually go there at the moment. So to bounce from this um, this game to go to uh, St. James's Park and see what we can do there when they're not actually at the best. So it will be interesting, but, you know, it's uh, it will be a big three points if we actually come away from there with three points. So, you know, in the in terms of, you know, fighting for the fourth place. So if we do it, then we, we're probably, you know, in a bit of a battle again. So it's just to hope that we can, you know, build on this performance against Everton last night and, and go for it. Yeah, hopefully we can. Um, but like I mentioned there about <clears throat> Gakpo maybe playing, maybe starting as many more games than he would would have normally it was because of the likes of Diaz and Jota. And Jota, I mean, we haven't even spoke about Jota, um, Bobby and Van Dijk all being on the bench, which is actually really, really nice to see. We saw Jota and Bobby come on. Uh, Jota got 20 minutes, Bobby got 10. 
Van Dijk was probably just to be on the bench, just to show that he's he's back and he's and he's ready. I don't know if I mean if he's on the bench today, I imagine he'll probably start against Newcastle. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. But yeah, Jota coming on twenty minutes, like coming on for Nunes. Nunes getting the standing ovation that his performance <laughs> deserved after seventy minutes of like just being a a nuisance. But nice to see Jota come back on and get a proper proper uh, ovation for because we've I mean. We've missed him, haven't we? We've missed him a lot, so it's nice to see him coming back in for Newcastle and and beyond. Obviously, Real Madrid and stuff. So he's gonna, he could be quite key for us. Yeah, and it's just a boost for the team and for the fans to see him back. Like you, you don't expect him to, you know, do miracles uh, after being out that long to come into a game. But you never know. Like I mentioned in the previous, well, sometimes he will just pop up in a position and score. Uh, obviously, you don't just expect it. Like he, you know, after that long out, obviously, like I said. So, but it's nice to see him come back, and it gives the players a boost, the team a boost, it gives supporters a boost. You know, we just know that we have got more options of quality players that could, you know, help us out now in the in the, in the game to come so I'm really pleased that he's back I'm really pleased that Bobby was back as well and uh, it's great to see Van Dijk on the bench even though he didn't play and I really want to mention Joe Gomez because obviously he's been having a lot of stick from fans as well um, for a long to- time and rightly so because he ha- hasn't been good but I think last night he was yeah. almost like he didn't he didn't put his one foot wrong I would say I yeah. think he was brilliant you had Matip in the start you know you know, missing the ball once there where we got oh. a little bit scared because he just you know hit the air instead of the ball it was just you know kicking the air and I was like what the fuck is going, yeah, going nice on see, it was nice to see Gomez play, like I think we could go through every player and say they're better but I think Gomez it looked like a little bit more aggression in his game where yeah. He was going for balls and like being committed, and it's like you want to see a bit more of that from him because he's got the pace and the and the power. Yeah, just, but just that's use it. But that's something we want to see from everyone. Like that's the yeah. thing. Like if you go into with your body into tackles and you uh, use your um, you know uh, strength and being aggressive in that way, you will win. You know the the duels that comes up as well. Like you you will do it because he comes obviously from like he did. You know coming loads from behind on players, but you know putting his body in putting his uh, foot right and just breaking their play. And I thought he was brilliant as a, um, you know, in his position as a central defender last night. So, you know, we can always say, you know, what something happened when, um, uh, you know, he, he was playing great with Van Dijk, obviously, when we went to win the Champions League. And, you know, that was a few seasons ago and he was really young. He's still very young. But the thing is, like, it's hard to say, you know, when people say, well, man, he's not good enough. He shows that he is good enough. He might not be good enough to actually start always, but if he put in these kind of performances, you know, uh, every weekend and he can hit that form again, you know, he's one of the best English central defenders that is around. It's just that he, he had his injuries, he had bad form like the rest of the players, and it kept hanging on for a longer period of time. But that kind of performance is something that I'd be like, all right, you know, that you don't find many better defenders around in the Premier League than, than him when he performed at that level. So, you know, if we can keep hold of him, even though he might not be a starter for us in the long term, because obviously we've got Van Dijk, Konate, we still have Marty, we'll see if he leaves or whatever in the summer. But if we have him as an option, both to play in the central, as a central defender and actually cover as, as a right-back for Trent or Ramsey now when he's out for a long term as well, you know, there's not many other options that will be at that great level that he is. So, you know, don't don't lose him. Don't say that we should sell him or cash in on him because we won't find any better backup than him. <laughs> so just just keep it in the yeah. club. <laughs> yeah, I think it's easy just to say, like, when someone's going through a bad spell and whatever, like, just, yeah, get rid of them because they're not showing it on the pitch, whatever. We'll get the money now while we can. But 
like I said, if he's putting in performances like he did where he was winning stuff in the air, he was yeah, committed in the tackle, good passing, never looked under threat or never looked nervy. I think that was the thing that, that was I was most happy about was like <clears throat> there was no apart from the matter upon you mentioned, like we looked very composed at the back. There wasn't anyone going, Oh, I don't want to pass to him because he might lose it. Like everyone was on the same page, like passing it little ten yard, fifteen yard passes, keeping the ball and it looked really good. I think Gomez was a big part of that. So yeah, hopefully this is the start. Because like you said, the, the bad injury he had was like the, a patella like rupture or something. That's like one of the worst you can get. So it was always going to take him a, a while to get back. So hopefully yeah. this is the start. But I, we, yeah, I, I don't want to like build, big him up too much because like, anyone can have a good game. But let's, exactly. hope he can, let's hope he can build on it. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, um, that's the thing. If he can, then, you know, that's really, really good. And, you know, that's what I'll, that's why I'll men- mention it. Because I think, you know, uh, if you get criticism when you're bad and rightly so, then obviously you, you should have the praise when you're doing yeah. a great uh, performance as well. And I think with Trent, I think he had a, not as a good game as the rest of the team. I think he uh, was a little bit sloppy, you know, and his technical ability is not having the self-confidence, but I thought he built himself into the game. I thought he made himself better and better, and uh, that was good to see as well. He started a little bit off, but, you know, I was happy with him, you know, uh, as the the game went on. I I think, you know, um, we we won't find, you know, a better player in that that position anyway, so just hope that he can work on it and, you know, come back to his best as well. And Robertson, we don't have to mention because he was just funny as fuck when he did that with uh, Pickford, you know, that that was proper class. you know, we've seen so many things on Twitter with that uh, uh, photo of him just laughing in the face of Pickford. So, yeah, we don't even need to mention his, that he was good in the game. He was brilliant with just doing that uh, towards Pickford. So it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, there's only a couple of minutes left. And, and that, the thing is, like, they were doing that all game. Like, they were giving away free kicks and kind of, like, just kicking it a little bit. Robo doesn't even do any. He just, like, goes past one and then, like, you can see it's a, I don't know, whatever it is, a fucking free kick to them. Just kicks it a little bit. Doesn't even kick it hard. And then, like, yeah, just Pickford was just—he was always like nailed on to get a yellow card. And he's like, he was—he's been—he was trying to do it all game. Like, I think Nunes went goes down in the in the box. Um, kind of just falls over, and, New, and Pickford's in his face, like screaming at him. And Nunes is like, doesn't react, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was trying to do it all game. And then, obviously, Coleman and that get comes over Van Dyke's with his bib on, like just pushing, <laughs> pushing a <the> Wobie <laughs> away, like he weren't even there. He's like, go away, mate. And then Nunes. That Nunes like rocks over with his hood up like a proper, I don't know, just like a proper lad, and just like just just the way he skips over, like yes, here's me moment. Let's get into some, let's get into some trouble. Yeah, oh, it was just that was just like the icing on the cake because I think I think Robbo timed that perfectly because we were tuning up, all their fans were leaving, we were in full voice, and then Robbo just thought, yeah, I'll add, I'll add a little bit of a bit of chili to the mix and just uh, spice it up just just to uh, piss them off even more because we know that they they hate them most fans do uh, but yeah but we absolutely and love that, them. yeah but that's also like the the way the Pickford runs over to him and runs into him that's why he laughs because Pickford trying to be the big man and it's just like come on you're a shite goal in a shy team fuck off you know that's the thing <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, and and, and I, I to be obviously I I won't you know say much because I'm 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 Swedish and our Swedish national team is shit. But you know I can't I can't understand that he's England's number one. To be honest, I can't understand it. And you know there must be someone else that can actually play you know in goal for England than pick for the little dinosaur. Yeah, there's I mean yeah, there's not many options to be fair. That's why, and I, I just hate that how he's got like a it's got like an inflated sense of like 
his own ability. Like he thinks he's like he thinks he's like Neuer, but he's not. He's like he's just a like just to such a bad vet. Like he's just such a shit goalie. Like he's he's a, like to be fair, he's a, he's an all right goalie. But like to be like England's number one, I think that's like elevated his own like ego, and he thinks like he's like the best around. It's like mate, you're not even. In, you're nowhere near the best in the Premier League. You're not. You're not even the best in the city. Like fucking get a grip of yourself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was funny. Just added added a bit of extra, a uh, bit of sauce to it. So that was nice. Uh, but like we said, loads of you could go through the whole team and like there's, there's positive points for. I mean, Allison didn't have to do much, but like, like Trent grew into the game. Matip and Gomez, Robertson, Henderson for being the Obertchetic, Salah. Nunes, Gakpo, and then you've got Nunes, um, Jose Jota come off the bench, Firmino came off the bench, Milner flying into tackles when he came on for Hendo, which was nice, yeah. Keita came on, and uh, Elliot came on, just to give Bacetic and Salada a round of applause they, they needed, so it's something we need to, one, like we said, mentioned with Newcastle, we need to build on it, I think Klopp mentioned it in, the pre- in his post-match, like, we, we're, he's really happy with what happened, and um, I think he said something like um, he, he was that happy, like that he would have done whatever the fans asked him to. And I was like, that's a bit, except take <laughs> me clothes off. He said, just like, <laughs> fucking hell. That's what I was listening to that on the train home. I was like, what the fuck? That's a bit of a mad one. But uh, yeah, but that's why we love him because he's just yeah. uh, he's just uh, he's just showing that he's human. You know, high with emotions as well. Like we are. Like I would have done anything except for take my clothes off. That's the thing. Like it's putting the the bar that high up. I, I just I just love that kind of comments and. Yeah, uh, and he mentioned as well, you know, that you know he fell in love with the, with the with the stadium and the supporters again. He's he's always been in love with us, obviously. But th- that's the thing. Like, if we can show up and do that stuff every home game, that will help us so much, you know, in the team. Like we mentioned in the, in the preview now, where you know we had like a. You know, it was organized like a a, a, a a flag night, if you like, for the game. Um, you know, if we can do that every game, it would help loads. Not only you know for for the atmosphere, but actually for the team, you know, it will give give them a great boost. You know, it must be so encouraging to walk into a stadium where the fans sing that loud and showing all them, you know, flags, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So just keep on doing it. You know, it, it will help us in long term. So never stop. Just keep on doing it. Yeah, I think that's it's set a bar, hasn't it? Where we need to keep, we need to follow that because yeah. All stands of of Anfield were, were pretty much in full voice, which was which was lovely to see. And like we mentioned on the preview, like it positively affects the players because they look like yeah, the fans are up for it. We've got to be up for it as well. And it, it's we need to make sure that every time we play at Anfield, it needs to be the same as that. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think Newcastle obviously it's away, but the away fans need to just take like a little little bit of that and just and take it to the St James's and. I'm looking forward to that one. I wasn't looking forward to that one before the game, but I am now looking forward to it because I think that's a real test of our whether we want to uh, get back into the race. Because if we if we win that, we're, we're six points behind them. They're in fourth, obviously, and that still seems like a lot, like with six points behind, but still a hell of a lot of games to play to um, yeah. to get back into that. And with, like we said, with the likes of Jota and Bobby and Van Dijk and Diaz coming back soon. We're gonna have Klopp's gonna be spoiled for choice for um, who's gonna be up top, isn't he? Yeah, and that's what we like to see. Like you mentioned as well, with Harvey Elliott coming on, Arbicator coming on, Minley coming on. Uh, you know, um, uh, and obviously Jota and Firmino back from injuries to have the options to you know uh, be able to 
rotate and also you know to change the game with different kind of players is um is something that you need when you play so many games as we do obviously we're out of the domestic cups and that's one thing but you know we're still in the champions league still loads of games for the premier league to play and we had our share share of injuries and we still obviously got them with uh, Thiago being out and Ramsey being out and all that kind of stuff so it's, that's not great but it's just great to see other players coming back that we will need for you know going forward that can help us and can you know it's not just to rely on the, the likes of Gakpo as well we know that you know if he needs a rest we could put Jota in there or Bobby can play there and that's the thing like we, we they don't they don't need to be under pressure all the time and we can actually yeah we change this for this game because of this or that so that, that's brilliant so I really look forward to us being able to rotate a little bit more and use more players that's that's really good yeah it takes pressure like you said it takes pressure off people as well like Gakpo coming in now and like no one else can start in that position he's like well I need to perform but then it's also like no one's going to come in the next game because everyone's injured. So I'm, I know I'm going to play again. So it's just like having that bit of edge, knowing that he's got to play well. Otherwise, uh, Jotha or anyone else can go into that position and yeah. <clears throat> take it off him. Um, so that's something we can look forward to. But um, yeah, we'll leave it there. That was a good little chat about a very, very, very good win. Um, it's just boosted everyone's, I mean, tw- Twitter's, Twitter's a great place when Liverpool win games. Like everyone's just like buzzing. Um, tweets, funny tweets flying around. Everyone's happy. Um, so that was nice to see last night as well. Um, but let's hope, like we said, let's just hope we can build on at Newcastle up next on Saturday. So we'll try and do a preview on maybe Thursday or Friday before that one. Hopefully, um, I mean, Klopp will probably discuss whether Jota and um, Van Dijk or. Uh, Firmino might start so I mean like I said loads of options so it's looking good but good stuff can't wait for it um, so yeah nice one everyone for listening nice one to Christian for jumping on once again nice one to the Reds for winning a game of footy it was enjoyable uh, and yeah <laughs> yep. we'll, we'll see you all next time Podcast Network.